started having a pre pod in the Discord, like our chat instead. <laughs> Ronnie just like comes out of left field and says, What did you say? You said, like, I don't know how people don't drink water for more than two hours or something. It's like the perfect <laughs> opener was like, we're literally having a pre-pod without recording. Let me find it. Oh yeah, it's not it's not that too far back. Yeah, I said I still don't understand how there are people who don't drink water. Like I don't drink water for an hour and a half and my body is stomping me out in the dark alley, you feel? And Jackson just says facts. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, and, and then I think I, I mean, you know, I went with that. I, shoot, man, there are days where I go coffee to alcohol. Like that's the, that's the day, you know, Insane. like drink coffee yeah, all day wild. and then switch over to alcohol, like in, in the evening. Uh, and you just have to train yourself. I think it really is a thing with you, Ronnie. You're, oh you have, you've let your body fall back on water. You know, yeah. I'm an alpha. <laughs> Zach, you just suck the water out of the air, right? Like it just goes I, in into your like a, skin. Like a succulent or something. I just take the water. The water comes to me. Yes. No, but that's true. I mean, I I have definitely. What's that? I there's like a joke that I saw. It's a very old like TV show, or maybe it was like a Reddit thread or something. But there's a quote that somebody said that was like. You know, there are days where there's like, you know, if you don't have insurance, and you know, to go to the hospital and get like checked out by a doctor. It's like, mm, that's going to be expensive. I'm just going to drink water and hope I feel better. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to give it a day and just drink some water. <laughs> no, I know that vibe, though. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, I've been um, there recently just turned 26, as you guys know. So I'm, I'm rolling off or aging off of my parents' insurance, their health oh, insurance. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, and I forgot to, like, get health insurance from my, like, employer from Purdue at the beginning of the year when there was, like, the sign-up period. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to get gap oh, health no. insurance. It's going to be super expensive. Dude. But I found Cobra out that... Cobra Kai insurance. Turning <laughs> 26 <laughs> is a, a qualifying life event. So they just give right. you a get-out-of-jail-free card. Um, nah, that's so right. I just yeah. got to, to sign up and everything's good. But for a while there, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to leave the house. I'm not going to drink any alcohol. I'm not <laughs> going to drink take any bubble coffee. Wrap on my arm. <laughs> I'm going to wear <laughs> a helmet. Not allowed. Do not want to accidentally Triple get mask. In. Like I haven't been, like, I haven't had to go to the doctor for anything of the checkup for like, I don't know, five years or so. And I'm like, I'm not about to step outside the one month I don't have insurance and just get <laughs> fucked. So yeah, get dude. just slammed by something. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. But yeah, water. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that is the cause. A lot of time is I'll, I'll feel like absolute trash. And then I just have like, you know, a 16 ounce glass of water. I was like, wow, that is a health question <laughs> right there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Did we, didn't we talk about this at some point? We were like, what's the best glass of water? Or maybe we talked about it offline. We talked about great beers. We did great beers, but I, know, I think we, because we were like great nighttime water, water, great water? Is, is great. Like that, <gasps> oh, that middle of the night yeah, glass we were of water. Yeah, we water temperature too. Oh, that's yeah, what Yeah, we did yeah. this. We did this. Because we talked about like cold water and how there are yeah. cultures that like Nobody don't. Nobody likes It's that. like, oh, no cold water. It's awful. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's my I, culture. I, I don't like cold I, water. I want you to take on this. I almost solely drink tap water. Is yeah. that yes. weird? I like, I do not, I do not really. Okay. I will say I did when you got to buy, when you got to buy a like 
big thing of water bottles for, you know, people are moving stuff or you just moved into someplace and you got a bunch of bottle of water and you buy that thing for a couple bucks. That's nice. But otherwise I don't drink bottled water or, and I don't have a fridge that puts out like purified like, water. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Straight I, up. So yeah. I like get, drink tap all the time. Those, you can get the little Brita uh, pitchers. Yeah, and that's what we have. Fill them up and then they have Yeah, a, that's, that's yeah. too much problem. You have to, you I have will to fill say, it. Yeah. I will say. It's like, it's like waiting for we... water to brew. Like, what the heck, dude? It takes <laughs> okay. so okay. long. It does kind of. Um, I was just so. Oh, sorry, were we going to. Wait, Chance, Chance, you're about to say something Chance else about something. Brita filters? Yes, yeah, I was going to say, in Cersei, in Cersei, the water purification is like one of the best in the yep. country, I'm pretty sure. Are you really? serious? So it's like. Yeah, it's one of the water. It's like top yeah, five percent. Yeah, the tap legit. That's crazy. But but when I moved to Little Rock, I no did get a I did get a water purifier because like, dude, I've just seen so many stories about like the pipes in big cities mm -hmm. and stuff and just the junk that's in there. Oh yeah. So I always filter my water. But there well, yeah, is. I, do I replace I, I, the filters when I need to? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Those not. suckers have a two-year lifespan. If I have anything yeah. to say about it, I'm I'm definitely like okay. So the waiting for water to brew bit is actually funny, but it's true because it's like when I want water, <laughs> I like want to drink it immediately, and also. <laughs> Like I want to drink a lot of it immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like those Brita, those Brita pitchers can only hold like what, like a liter, maybe max. I'm like, I'm gonna drink half of that in one sitting, like immediately. So like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem I, worth it to me. Yes, and I feel like when I did use a Brita, because I used a Brita when I was in college, and I think even in DC we had one. And I would like pour the water in the top, wait for it to brew, like, I don't know, an inch of water, dump it in a glass, <laughs> take a shot of water, and then wait for more. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Zero patience. <laughs> Zero patience coming out of me. Uh, on, on this side, so growing up, we have, uh, Portland has this thing called the Bull Run Watershed. And like the water here is like, because it rains so much, because it's so like filtered naturally, like there's really not much to do. Um, so it's like very, very, very clean water. And uh, so we always drank out of the tap, but I did the, when I moved south or I stayed in like hotels in like Oklahoma and stuff, it, people were just like, oh yeah, you don't drink out of the tap. Yeah. You know, like, so that was new to me. I didn't even know that you couldn't do that. So freaking utopian Zach over here, privileged Zach thinking, <laughs> oh, why can't, you can't just scoop a hand out of the river and drink? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I didn't know that about Cersei, so maybe mm. I've been spoiled off tap water thinking like, that I, that I yeah. don't give a fuck, but I'm drinking like really nice water, so. Well, oh like, yeah. Cersei was the only place I have ever lived out of the one, two, three, four, five, six places I've lived now, seven places I've lived now. Um, Cersei's the only place where I drink water at tap. Yeah. Everywhere else is like not Pretty normal. I have done. Uh, I would filter my own water or whatnot, but Cersei's water was good. Uh, I drink, water I drink here in water. Wisconsin is very iron-y. It's really kind of gross. It gets like all like, it tastes weird. Make tastes like mm. blood a little, little bit. A little bit of blood in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's also like slit. <laughs> the texture is really weird. Uh, I don't grainy. like the water here very much. Um, Any lead? We don't have to brush for, our teeth. Uh, it's so mineral heavy. Good for <laughs> <laughs> Cleans those teeth. Hey, oh. how do we feel about bubbled water? 
Carbonated bubble water no slaps bubble. you, but it, but it doesn't replace normal water. Does it, it not? I, is it, no. Does it hydrate? It's for it's for yeah, different it times okay. for me. Like, I liked I like sparkling water more when I'm like having a meal. Mm. Yes, if that yeah. makes sense. But like the rest mm -hmm. of the time, I want regular water. Sometimes sparkling water also when I wake up in the middle of the night is really nice. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's like drinking a healthy Coke real fast. What? <laughs> you got me. No, you know. It's like yeah. it's like. Remember the first time you said "fuck"? That's what drinking a sparkling water is like. Your lips tingle a little bit while you're, you're like, sucking what? that down. What? You're like, I like. Come on. It. Wait, remember? Wait, wait, so funny. wait a minute. Man, that was enjoyable. My dad. Wow, that feels great. <laughs> you said you said healthy Coke, and that's what my dad does. So whenever he's like, "Oh man, my stomach's upset. I need to drink a Coke," and I'm like, maybe the carbonation and sugar is not good for that. I need to fill myself up with some Coke. <laughs> He swears by he swears by a, a little bit of a little bit of Coca Cola when his stomach's upset. Hey, well, we I did the ginger wild. ale. My parents did the ginger yeah. ale thing when I was a kid, right? Like, Same. Have a little bit yeah. of ginger ale to calm your stomach. Yeah, yeah. the carbonation probably helps, but right, like I I heard ugh. that it doesn't. I heard when you're like nauseous it's or placebo. stomach's upset that it's not good. Like just water, like sips of water. Is I mean, that makes sense to me. Or, or I mean, like, like my whole thing was like, if you need to Gatorade burp or something, like, like you've got mm. like a lot of gas or something. But like, if you've been puking, yeah, yeah don't drink Sprite. <laughs> this is a bit off topic, but I do think this is fantastic. So Pedialyte um, has started to, which is obviously designed for babies, right? Like it's like <laughs> a, a, a thing to help babies. Originally, like, yeah. Uh, with their electrolytes and stuff. And they have started advertising and like shelf placements alongside like the alcohol aisle, which I was like, I, mean, I was like, oh, they just man, know at this so point. Already, like, already they, know, like, yeah, you know? they know, yeah. Well, okay, so I was at a thing this weekend and somebody was drinking a body armor. Have you guys heard of body yeah, armor? Yeah, I drink body I've armor every day, after no. I, uh, yeah. every day after I, I go drinking with friends. I have a body armor in the morning. Yeah. What Never is that? heard of he, that in my life. Uh, Patreon, uh, our, our friend Bradley Jackson, he said that he was, he, he swears by they're the perfect thing to fix a hangover. They are. They're oh, so good. I get the, like I get the low calorie right? body armor. What is yeah. it? What's, yeah. What is it? What's it's it's kind of like, it's kind of like Gatorade, but like a little it's bit, like an, a not a strong. Gatorade. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. water, electrolytes, that type of thing. I got a pivot, pivot topic. All right. How do y'all feel about like. In games, whether it be tabletop, video games, all that kind of stuff, the survival aspect where you've got to keep track of water, that kind of thing. We were talking about rest a little bit earlier. Ooh, what's yeah, your opinions yeah. on what's your opinions on that? Like, do you love like it? Do you hate it? Is it annoying to you? For me, it gets a I feel little like, like a, it's a contentious thing. Gimmicky almost like it's fun for a little bit and then it just starts being annoying. Like when you like get into the game. Uh which is why I kinda like um my I don't know if you ever played Subnautica. It's a great game. Uh, but Subnautica will let you turn that stuff like off and on as much as you want. So like the second you're like, nah, I don't really like this mechanic. You just turn it off and you're not thirsty anymore. Uh, Sometimes I do that with my water intake. Just turn it off. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll be involved. <laughs> so I, I like it when a game has that and it, ha and it lets you. I don't like, get to pee either. <laughs> wait, it's something like Rust because it's multiplayer. That's kind of, I mean, that's like cheating. But um, but if it's just you and like I love it when a game's like yeah if you don't like that thing you don't have to play with it but if you do like it it's there for you like make the game as harder as easy as you want 
So do you turn it off or do you shoot on? Trophy millennial. Um, the first time I played it, I had it on. The <laughs> second time, when I went back to it and I wanted to uh, go through it again, I turned it off. So because I, I was more about just like poking around and doing stuff, so and I was less interested in the answer? survival part of it. Yeah, what's your answer? The the de definitive Silas answer. Do you like the, it or not? That's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Now that you've done uh, both, I think too. the like the honest answer is I like it for the first five percent of the game, and then I get annoyed mm -hmm. by it. Fair mm -hmm. enough. Fair enough. I am I, a big proponent but, of it depends on the game. Okay. Um, so, like, if it's a game where the point is survival, like, the point of the game is surviving, right? Like, that's the whole gimmick. Then, like, I think it's great, right? Like, if, if hunting for water and food is, like, a main part of the game, and, like, that's what you're mainly doing a lot of time, it makes sense to me. Um, or, like, there was that one Skyrim mod that, like, made it to where it was actually just really cold all the time. And so, like, you had to, like, yeah, eat, eat yourself up or, like, wear, like, um, woolly armor to keep yourself warm. So like, I think if that's the point and like, it's very intentional, I like it a lot, actually. I think it makes it more immersive, but like, if that's not the point and like the point of the game, like Rust is to like build a compound and shoot other people. Like the fact that I've got to like farm and get food and water kind of, it's just dumb. Like at that point. And like, I think like Rust is weird because it's like kind of advertised as one of those like survival games. And maybe just over time, it kind of morphed into something different, um, but so I think like in the, in the right case, I like it a lot. And in, in the wrong case, I, I'm with Silas. It can be very annoying and repetitive. Yeah, like there's a point where it just becomes uh, like w w when it's a challenge and it's part of the game, it is like more fun. But then there's in, in a lot of those games, it always or it feels like it gets to a point where like you 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 have as much water as you could ever need like the it is so easy for you to find so then it just becomes like a like a thing that you're not thinking about and you're like oh, fuck i have to go get some water like you know it's mm -hmm. like let me go run over to this box let me dump some stuff out of my inventory let me put the water bottle in my box let me drink it let me put the water bottle back and then put the other stuff back in my inventory you know like it like when it becomes that thing like when it's no longer like a part of the game and it's just an annoying thing that you have to deal with for like 30 seconds every hour that that's when i get annoyed with it yeah that's fair i think i think the thing with rust too like that's just what i think about for like food and drink mechanics rust i just don't know if that's like the like there's just ways to cheat it like um you don't really want i've learned like you don't really want a full hunger bar you don't want a full water bar because you're eat, you're consuming a lot of food and then you step outside and a boar like shoves its like tusk up your ass and that's it like all your food's gone and then you start over and you have like 50 hunger instead of 500 that you just had so like if you're low just kill yourself and then respawn in your base like <laughs> that's what you do like that is that's, true. that's like yeah. the strategy is like oh i'm really low i'll just like reset and then go back out so mm -hmm. i just don't yeah. because it's not like a, oh if you die you go back to a checkpoint there's like no like reason to keep that in check it just kind of mm -hmm. turns into like silas said a little bit of a gimmick but i also think that's probably just for rust if it's like a i need yeah. to go out for a long time so i need to like gear up on water and food like i like that you know i like that that like style of minecraft mechanic. food i think yeah, minecraft food fine. is great i like i like yeah, i like totally. because it adds a, a, a layer of depth and like you're right silas it does get to a point where you've got a huge mm -hmm. like beef farm and it doesn't really matter because like you've got all the food that you need 
But like in the early game, like managing your food and like when you get hit, you have to have food so you can heal. Like I, I really like that a lot. And, and it doesn't bother me as much in Minecraft as it does in other games. I'm not sure how it is in Terraria, but I assume it's something similar. I am. Yeah, but I just think I, I don't think any of us are like hardcore survival right. game players. Yeah, true. Um, I've only played two. Um, and the one that I'm playing currently, V Rising. Uh, Ooh, it, it looks really fun. Not, mm-hmm. It does not have you're a vampire, so you don't have that, but you do have like a blood level. And whenever you run out of blood, um, you do start taking damage and stuff. Ooh. So like there is kind of more incentive to go and like feed on different like animals in the forest or like NPCs and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, I think it works in those games just because that is just the name. Like there are people that just want to have that experience of, having a stockpile and they're they're like, okay, I'm good for like three or four days or Mm -hmm. whatever. But yeah, I think in rust, I think that, um, it is mostly just an early game hurdle, but it doesn't play too big of an issue into the late game. Right. Um, and that's just how the, the devs kind of positioned the way the end game works. But I don't know. I think whenever it's in Skyrim, I, if it's me, I like turning on survival, like, uh systems uh just because it does add more challenges and hurdles mm-hmm. and i usually like that more uh in games that i've like played if i'm replaying right right so but there was what was that one game in college we were looking at i know it, it's on steam on sale every now and then ronnie that kingdom rising oh, or King, something kingdom come deliverance the, kingdom come dude yeah yeah i've always wanted to play that because there's like and and i think the the right way to do it if you're gonna do like a system like that in it in an rpg is to do it as like there are certain if you're like low on food slash um water or whatever you take like negative negatives to your abilities Mm -hmm. but when you're like over plentish or you have like clean clothes you or you like slept in a bed or like like it's in in dnd whenever we do the well-rested bonus i like that stuff mm-hmm. i like having like i like rewarding you or like rewarding players for doing those like realistic things like getting a good like night's sleep getting a good uh like meal in your stomach things like that because in real life you know those things do improve your mood and yeah and not having those things make you feel like shit you know like if you're if you're playing skyrim and you've been running around for two days straight and you haven't slept and you haven't you, know you don't saying? sleep you just carrying, like burn carrying hours. all this stuff yeah <laughs> do this yeah. time so, skip standing still for nine hours yeah but it is a game at the end so it's like yeah you might you might want to play it super realistic you might want to just play it as a game and like zach was saying with rust you just like figure out the systems and just like take advantage of them to play them right so mm-hmm. so you can win there there have been i've uh, it, was, it was a hot topic i think within the last like three or four years in game design where people were like kind of craving more realistic games there was like this big mm-hmm. conversation around how real can we make a game uh you know i want more i want hunger and thirst i want you know people just wanted more there was a game that implemented pooping i don't remember what it was (laughs) it was some survival game where you had to go to the bathroom and that was really the point where people i think started taking seriously like game designers would be like okay we really need to we need to focus on like like 
what makes this game fun? Like, how do you make this game realistic, but still fun? Because like right. stopping to poop, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, like, and then waiting like 30 seconds or whatever. I think it's an interesting mechanic because a lot of times it was like, you're at like bandit camps and you're like trying to like stealthily find a bathroom stall, <laughs> you know, cause people can like get you while you're, on the pot, uh, but uh, <laughs> what the hell? And exactly, like, like it's funny, right? Like, because if you make something too yeah. real, like I, I think a good game that makes things very real, and it's it's obviously not hurt their marks at all. But I think people talk about it is um, the Last of Us series and how like anytime you pull something out of your bag, there's like an animation, right? Like it takes time for your character yeah. to like get a bandage or like swap. Like there's very specific animations for everything and that it takes time, you know? It takes time to heal. You don't just like press pause, eat 14 wheels of cheese and press pause again. And you're like fully yeah. Um So I think that's I just a really interesting that. thing that as a designer, you have to like take into consideration like how how real do we want our survival game to be, you know? Mm -hmm. um, even Rust has the like, you know, wrap, like you have to wrap your arm uh, while you're like hiding with bandages. And then you have the like syringes that take a little bit of time too. Um, I would love to see the uncanny valley of the games that are like too realistic to where they're not fun. I would love to play some of those just to, just to you know, <laughs> get in there like the Well, and that's like, I think of the Sims, like when you're talking about using the rest, you know, going to the bathroom whenever you're oh, yeah. game, like, that's just something in Sims and you have all these bars, but even in Sims, like one minute, I think the big thing is time, right? Like the a minute in game is different than a minute outside of game. Like the, right. the clock is usually faster um, because it would be awful if you did have to wait like days to do this like objective or right. like if you have to wait till nighttime and there's no like rest like system or whatever but there so there are like it's like yeah finding that balance i think as a game dev is so hard finding a system that yeah and then wh whether or not we want to toggle it or not talk like have right. it like, required and stuff i think that's super hard fast travel not decide. if you don't include like a fast travel in your like open world survival people are like what is this yeah <laughs> you tell I, me to I walk say, across a map i mean Scott, although, I, I did that with skyrim where it's like only the only fast travel you had were those like cart systems. Oh you know? yeah, 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 right. And I loved that. I thought it was super fun. But yeah, again, yeah. If, if that was just the base game, people would hate it. Mm -hmm. Well, there's it also suck. you also got to make there like there's got to be a reason for you to to like travel the world. Like if you got a massive open space, it was a, it was a video essay I watched on this recently for some reason. It was like the problem with open world games, um, and like our open world games like too open or something like that. But it was like it was like the whole idea that. If you're gonna have a massive world, that's great. Maybe think of like Morrowind, especially. But if there's like nothing in the massive yeah, world, fill it. then like all you're gonna do is be, you're just gonna be fast traveling. And like, there's no reason for the world to be as big as it is. It could be a third of the size and you could accomplish the same thing. Yeah, it probably right. would be more engaging. Um, and like, so that's like everybody wants to have a open world game. Green you know? tree people everywhere and they give you poop. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Here's the thing. Now, uh, this is a great topic. I, I think Breath Dunkey just recently did something about Horizon Zero Dawn 2. He did a, a video on that, and he, he made a very bold statement where he said, like, 
this kind of game needs to die. And I thought that was crazy because I know there's a lot of people that really like Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Um, but I think I think he made a lot of good points that because we keep falling into the same pitfall of like empty open worlds. But that's because mm -hmm. people just can't wait to like get their hands on an open world game. But I feel like there's also the flip side of that is as a dev, that sounds like hell. Like yeah. making a gigantic map and having everybody on your team have to work on something to fill it and make sure that it works and make sure your random encounters work properly. Like that just seems like, and then you still have people that say this, it's like, well, it's kind of empty. And you're like, you have no idea how hard it was like the, you know, to make Fallout 3, you know, uh, to make New Vegas, to make Fallout 4. Um, all these open world games, it's, I just, I can't imagine how difficult it is yeah. to actually develop something like this when when we could just do what we're talking about, you know, shrinking, coming back to like a rich game. Um, I don't know if that's where we're heading or if we're gonna wanna come, like we were gonna just keep on shooting for like bigger, more polished worlds. But I just feel like that's where crunch gets really nasty, right? Like mm -hmm. uh, cyberpunk, right? Like they have this grand idea to make this very full world, even if, the NPCs aren't really interactable. They want to build this like, oh, there's hundreds of people living here. It's like, okay, our machines can't handle that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we're just not there yet. I, my favorite thing, uh, and I want to see you, your guys' take on this. My favorite thing in a in a in a uh, open world game, and I'm playing. I, you know, I played Elden Ring. I played uh, Breath of the Wild. Those are the two games, like solo games, on my docket. There is no greater dopamine I can receive in an open world game than climbing a tower and opening up part of the map, like filling out my map and being like, ah, I can see this in more detail now. Oh, yeah, like, that was the I, only reason like, Assassin's Creed was playable. Yeah, I know the bird's that, eye view points. Yeah. Dude, I that is like the first thing I do in every I gotta see the whole map and then I follow the quest or whatever. Dude, but that, I like will oh, literally climbing to the top of a tower. <laughs> Getting the, yeah. like, the big cinematic scene yeah, and the, then the music swells and you're like, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. So it would be sad if, you know, I, I haven't seen the donkey video you're you're referencing, Zach, but I think there it was are just a one line that he of, said, but I was like, man, yeah. that's big. Yeah. But I, but Horizon Zero Dawn, Assassin's Creed, um, uh, Breath of the Wild, like they all have those towers, you know, for, right. for map views. I did see one thing crazy about horizon uh zero dawn and it was uh like it was like a split screen thing and it was like the the way the character was looking and it was like everything was filled in but behind them it was just like white space like the game right the like rendering, rendering how they render yeah, yeah i thought that's so wild and yeah. how like to have a world that big you have to sneak in one you have to sneak in those loading screens when they don't mm -hmm. like look like loading screens right, right. like you're like running through you know, like a, a hallway, but really it's just to give the game yeah. time to load. Right. Um, but then also, yeah, like, oh, well, only what you're seeing is rendered. Everything else is not. It's just wild. And yeah. the right. fact that that's how they that's how they've compensated now with technology. So I so I cool. played through. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have played the Tomb Raider games, like the new ones that have come out. Yeah. Um, no. And I, I, I don't know, like I and, and this is where like I love open world games. I really do. But I also just love like super story rich, like here's the start, here's the finish. Mm, and yeah. Tomb Raider was one of those, but they did a lot of, I just, you, you say like going through the hallway, like they did a lot of those in that game where you'd like kind mm -hmm. of like climb under something for like 
20 seconds, you know? <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, I know what's happening. But um, yeah. I, I just recently, I'm selling a lot of my old video games right now. I have a lot of boxes down here and I'm getting rid of a lot of my old <gasps> no! stuff. Uh, I know, but it's like, I've had them for like 10 years and it's time to cash in. Uh, like but, what? Uh, like your like classics or like yeah. Xbox 360? No, I'm keeping all my 360 and, and up. PlayStation 3, I'm keeping and stuff, but uh, but you're selling your like you're selling your SNES stuff. <laughs> I'm selling it all. Well, I'm, I'm filling out a sheet in this game company that I'm going through. They have uh, prices on things that they're like currently looking for. They buy anything, but they're like, mm -hmm. okay, these are our hot items for every system that will and we'll pay this much for it. And That's I'm up fair. to like three grand or something. Yeah. Right oh, now. Wow. you're definitely a collector. So, so if you're gonna cash yeah, in, I cash have in. A, it's like it's like here's an Excel sheet with 400 items, you know, like it's just a, and, and they sell like, I mean, original controllers, original AV, original power. Like they're they're just kind of cash out for those things because yeah. it's just getting to a point where there's a lot of like aftermarket stuff that's out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you have something that's sitting in a drawer and it's well kept and it sits for, you know, 10 years, it just gets value, I guess. Um, no more Star Fox. Yeah, I had a, live uh, no more Star Fox. Oh, man. Yeah. And I had a recent, uh, I went, I went home the other weekend, uh, for my sister's graduation and I was thinking about my old magic cards. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and I had like a, I think I missed everyone about it. I had a, I, I knew a couple of those cards had definitely increased in value. So I went and grabbed it and I went through and that deck is worth like $300 now. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, that's yeah, like, and that's I, how you know you're getting old because, you know, our parents would have things like there's certain like silverware sets and like dishware that they have. They're like, oh yeah, my mom gave me that as a wedding present. It's like, those are like museum pieces now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, so, people are like hunting for them for like, I'll give you $70 for that cereal bowl. You know, like, <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> like what you're listening to? Catch the extended version of this pre-pod on the Basically More podcast by supporting us at any tier on our Patreon where you can access all previous Patreon pre-pods, early access to the Bangarang Gang, and weekly extended pre-pods. Enjoy this benefit and more over at patreon.com slash basicallygoodpodcast. 